Welcome, one and all, to the Halloween spooktacular that you agreed to. All nine of you who voted on the TGIA podcast Twitter poll, that is. Join us as we explore Mary Shelley's Frankenstein, an abridged version, so it won't take up too much of your listening time. Then, tag at TGIA podcast with your thoughts on Twitter. Let me know. Is Frankenstein gay? Is his friend Henry gayer? What about the monster? Does he only want what he wants because he does not know of the queer alternatives out in the world? Join us. Revel with us. In the first science fiction story told in history, Mary Shelley's Frankenstein. <laughs> <laughs> Frankenstein, or The Modern Prometheus, by Mary Shelley. Abridged and adapted by T. Ernesto Bethencourt. Illustrated by James McConnell. Chapter 4. Over a year passed. I received letters from my father. He was worried about me. But I couldn't stop. I couldn't write back. I had to finish my great project. Then, one dark night in November, I came to the end of all my work. It was one o'clock in the morning. The rain fell against the window. My candle was nearly burned out. I put together all my instruments so I could give life to the thing on my table. Then I saw the creature's yellow eyes open. It breathed hard, and its arms and legs shook. How can I describe this thing I had worked so hard to make? He was very tall. I had chosen his face as beautiful. Beautiful? How wrong could I have been? His long hair was black and shiny. His teeth were white and perfect. But these things made the rest of him seem even more horrible. His yellow skin barely covered what was underneath it. His yellow eyes almost matched the color of his skin. He had straight black lips. This was what I had worked on for almost two years. For this, I had gone without sleep and almost destroyed my health. I had worked for a beautiful dream of creating life, but in that moment, all beauty was gone. I was filled with horror. I ran from the workshop to my bedroom. I kept walking around in the room. I couldn't sleep. I don't know how long I walked. Finally, I wore myself out. I fell down on the bed and went to sleep. I dreamed I saw Elizabeth. She was young, healthy, and beautiful. But when I took her in my arms to kiss her, she changed. Her face looked dead. Then, for a moment, I thought I held the dead body of my mother in my arms. I could see worms crawling all over her dress. I woke up with a start. The dim yellow light of the moon came through my bedroom window. Then I saw it, the thing I had created. He lifted my bed covers. His yellow eyes looked straight at me. His black lips were set in a horrible grin. From his mouth came an awful sound. He may have been trying to talk. I don't know. He reached toward me. Maybe he wanted to stop me from running. But I got around him and ran from the room. I ran outside. I spent the rest of the night in the yard, walking back and forth. When morning came, I began walking through town. I had no idea where I was going. 
I knew I couldn't go back to my house where the creature waited. After a time, I found myself at the place where stagecoaches stopped. One was coming, and I saw that it was from Geneva. As I watched it, the coach stopped. The door opened, and my friend Henry stepped out. He saw me right away. My dear Frankenstein, he said, how glad I am to see you, and what luck that you are here to meet me. We shook hands warmly and began to walk toward the university. When I saw Henry, I forgot the monster. I felt happy for the first time in months. It was almost as good as being back home. I thought of my father, my brothers, and dear Elizabeth. But what was Henry doing here? I asked him. You don't know how hard it was, Henry said. I finally talked my father into letting me go to the university here. He will pay all my costs. We'll be schoolmates, Victor. He looked at me warmly. Then his face changed. But how sick you look, Victor, he said. I was going to yell at you for not writing. Your father and Elizabeth are worried about you. But you look as if you haven't slept in days. You're right, Henry, I said. But it isn't sickness. I've been working very hard. I haven't been taking care of myself. But now that work is over. Of course, I didn't dare talk about my work. I didn't want anyone to know about it. Suddenly, I saw where we had walked. We were in front of my house. What if that thing was still there, waiting? I had Henry wait outside while I looked through the house. The monster wasn't there. Filled with joy, I went and brought Henry inside. We were having breakfast when it happened. My joy turned into something else. I couldn't stop laughing. I began jumping around the room, still laughing. Victor, why are you acting this way? Henry asked. What's wrong? I began to cry. Don't ask me, I yelled. I threw my hands in front of my eyes. I thought I saw the monster come into the room. He can tell you, I said. Suddenly, I felt as if the creature had grabbed me. Oh, save me, save me, I cried. Then I fell to the floor in a fit. It was the beginning of a sickness that lasted for months. Henry took care of me during that time. I didn't know who or where I was. Little by little, I began to come out of it. I began to see things around me and to talk with Henry. I was far from well, but I was coming back to the real world. When I was better, Henry told me that classes were about to begin at the university. I knew that I didn't want to study science again. Every time I thought about science, I remembered the monster I had made. So for the next six months, I went to Henry's classes with him. We studied history and languages. Then the school year ended. I looked forward to leaving Germany. I wanted to go home and see my family again. It had been almost six years since I had been home. I began to get ready to go back to Geneva. I expected a happy homecoming, but that was not to be. <laughs> Delightful. Would you like more Frankenstein? Now, without having to wait for it, go to patreon.com forward slash TGIA podcast and join with any monetary level you desire. There, these episodes will be released as they are edited, so you will not have to wait like the rest of the mere mortals. Questions? Comments? Just want to hang? Go to twitter.com and comment 
hashtagging at TGIA podcast. We are here to be spooky with you. The year is 2225, and the end of the universe is nigh. Welcome to the Junket Podcast. The Junket Podcast is an actual play and really gay TTRPG adventure currently running the Maelstrom Campaign, a science fiction take on Dungeons and Dragons 5th edition featuring spaceships, space aliens, and a whole bunch of space gays. Follow a found family of misfits and miscreants on a cosmic caper that features science and magic, love, loss, and a whole lot of laughter. Who knows, maybe they'll even save the universe or something along the way. Did that tickle your fancy? If it did, new episodes launch every other Thursday at 5pm GMT on all major and minor podcasting platforms. See you soon in the Maelstrom Galaxy. Be gay. Roll dice. An LGBTQIA actual play podcast network.